0: Welcome to God to Love Texas Music. I'm Catherine.
1: I am the honey. Hold on, hold on. We got to change it though. Oh, I'm now El Guapo, Dark Overlord of the Underworld.
0: <laughs> no. You you tried to get that to stick many, many, many years no, ago. No, that, that
1: stuck with my students. <laughs> it never got,
0: it never stuck fact, with me. That's for dang sure.
1: If you call Landry up, his phone rings as the Dark Overlord of the Underworld when my when I call. <laughs> it does. That's
0: funny. But no. Um so this week we we went we went we got to see Jeff Canada. We did. But before that,
1: we back went up, to the backyard.
0: Friday night. Did we do something Thursday night? No. We canceled Native Station yes. Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. So we're no longer going to be at Native Station. Um, so we canceled. We were supposed to have Jimmy Zapata and Jeremy Bellamy. Hopefully we will get them rescheduled. Um, and it wasn't anything with us in our personal lives. It was stuff that was going on with the venue. And uh, yeah.
1: We'll work it so, out. Um, sure.
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, and...
1: I'm ready to back off for a little bit anyway. Me
0: too. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm just anyway. We've got so,
1: really good responses on the live venue stuff. We have. And but uh, you know, this isn't a full-time job for us and it was taking yeah. up a lot of time. It so, was. we're just back to having a good yeah. time.
0: So, but this week we did we went to Waco. Jimmy and I were supposed to go to Waco, but he gave he gave y'all he had, he's never donated blood before. And that poor boy, they talked him into donating 2 pints. But anyway, I would have never let him. Um, but he didn't ask my permission. So anyway, kicked his ass. He was just Worn on out. the struggle bus. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, literally throwing so, up. So, I mean So
1: after like working and stuff, we took off to the backyard.
0: We did. We went to Waco to go see. We saw Larissa. We got to meet Larissa Boyd. She opened for um, the Cameron Sackey Band, who I'm now a huge fan, um, which I was before we went, because that's why I wanted to go to Waco to see them. We got to meet them and hang out. Super nice guys. She's amazing. Her band is great. They are on point. Love them. Can't wait to sit down with them.
1: The venue was outrageous. Yeah. Absolutely outrageous! Plenty of bars. Oh, yeah. Okay, so so like I don't know, maybe three or four hundred people were there that night. At least, and, yeah. and it was really really easy to get a drink. It was really easy to yeah. move around. 100%. Our bartender was Maya. Yeah, she was, was amazing. Who was awesome, badass. Who was really weird because turns out she's a ex student of one of my teacher friends from Waco. Oh, that's right. So cool. that was pretty cool. Yeah, but anyway, is great venue. And
0: the people actually. Were there to listen to the music, yeah.
1: It was, I mean, everybody was really engaged in yeah. the music, so yeah. I got I got hats off to whoever owns, yeah. The backyard, it. yeah, yeah, it's, backyard it's a barn great grill. place, plenty of parking, yeah, plenty of, yeah. you know, great just, venue, yeah. Check so, it if out you get a chance to go, and Waco's in Waco. not that far, mm-hmm. it's 90, 90 miles,
0: yeah. Um, so we did that, and then we drove home, and then we cleaned out the shop all day Saturday, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So, with. Aaron's having a garage sale.
0: Yeah, so we're having a garage sale. We won't next, we, we won't, won't be because we're going to be on the ship. But uh, yeah, so our daughter and, and uh, her boyfriend are having a garage sale this yeah. next weekend. So, so we're getting prepared for that.
1: So 10,000 years of collections of Dude. Kathy's mom... My dad, my automotive tools are all going, welders. Mostly
0: you and your dad and Aaron and our craft stuff. That's what it is. My lots of stuff. My mom did. We don't have much of my mom's stuff left. Really? A little little bit of her Barbies, and that was it.
1: Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff out there, guys. We're just just cleaning house. We're getting ready for the next evolution of our life.
0: Then then we got to go see uh, America Allen open for Jeff Canada. She did an amazing job. i got to give
1: it to America Allen.
0: At the...
1: Backyard. Nope, no, I'm sorry. Kicks. Sorry, sorry. I'm I'm apologize. Yeah, sidekicks in Emory. In
0: Emory. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: And we got to see Jeff Canada and Harris played. And I got okay. So I got a theory about. Some something with Eris. Okay. And I, and I told him I was going to say this. I wouldn't okay. tell him what it was. Okay. So so I think that, like, before I was born, I'm going through the little assembly line, and they're ready to go ahead and give me my talent and my looks and everything else. And then somebody whispers over in their ear and says, no, 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 no. You got to save all that for Eris. He's coming. Because mm-hmm. he's, like, incredibly talented.
0: Yeah, he is. Yes.
1: And, and what's really wild is— yeah. You're good looking, too, though. No, 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 I'm, I'm homely, I'm fugly <laughs> at best, but, but no, I got to give it to Harris. you know, and, and I, I tease him a lot whenever I see him, because he is such a nice kid. Super nice man. But he's just so incredibly talented. But let's talk about Jeff. We love Jeff. I was told by some other people that Jeff put on one of the best shows that they, they, they've ever seen, of course, they've only seen Aww. once, and they are a big fan now. Yeah. Yeah, so that was cool. kind of cool.
0: We always love hanging out with Jeff, and he and he liked did Some special stuff for us. He shouted out for us. He did, and then, and then of course he played Tennessee whiskey for us. He hates that song, but he plays it for us because he knows that we love it and we'd love to dance to it. But we don't ask. We don't ask people to play it for us anymore, um, especially if if they know us, because if they know us and they want to play it for us, then they will. And then and we a- appreciate it.
1: And then they had to bolt out, and yeah. they had to drive all the way back to Houston.
0: Yeah, and then we came back home, so, and then the next day we got up and we cleaned oh, out the shop again.
1: We missed something. What they had a wedding there? Oh. <laughs> they walked right and into we, a wedding, and they we, were really nice people. We we want so, to
0: wish the happy couple. We didn't even get their names. Yeah, we did. We want to wish the happy couple uh, congratulations, and we pray that they have a uh, a long happy marriage.
1: They were having a good time. They were having a good marriage. Time. A marriage. <laughs> <laughs> they were having a really good time. They uh so they got married there at Sidekicks. Yeah. And so and they just we had a ball with them. Yeah. So they're really nice people. We just didn't get their names cuz we didn't want to intrude on their wedding party.
0: This week we sat down with Kalani Brent.
1: Really? Yeah, I I've been, been a I know, okay. Long yeah. Time. And, and let me tell you something. I am a big fan of hers. <laughs> I know me too. I uh We had
0: so much freaking fun with her.
1: We've gotten to hang out with her <laughs> now a couple of times. Uh, we saw, she's part of the Billy Jean's uh-huh. and she was the one last holdout. And I thought it was cause she didn't like us. So we met her that <laughs> night and she came over. I really over, did too. Yeah. And she came over and, and like everything that came out of her mouth was like a song.
0: We talked about it in the.
1: Yeah, I know we did, but, but, but it's been so long, you know, and I, I want Claudia to know that I do think about her a lot. Do you now? Yes. All right. Now. Yeah, well, let Be me l- let me go ahead and explain why.
0: Okay, because
1: I follow her on the I follow her on the TikTok. I follow her on the TikTok, and she sings these songs that don't sound like we talk
2: a
0: lot about that on the Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, but let no, me go let me ahead go go with ahead. it because I want ahead.
1: her to know, know how much I think of her. Okay, but but I really dig it. I really yeah. dig it. So if y'all get a chance, y'all definitely need to listen to it. Oh yeah, for sure. So, but, but you'll no, hear yeah. that in the episode. Yeah, yeah. But we so, had so much fun. Yeah, I mean, it's it's
0: been it was it was the summer. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've been in New Broncos. Yeah, yeah. So it had to have been the yeah. beginning of the summer.
1: Or wow. maybe even. That has been a long this time.
0: Frick, I don't know when
1: we. Man, we're here. I, I miss. It's been
0: so long. I miss long. David and crazy.
1: Kim. And, I know
0: we haven't been in a. Jake so and I really
1: miss, I miss the back and, and I miss. All I want of to them. go
0: see all them. Again. I do. I'm talking about Kalani and and all the ladies from the Billy Jean. Yes, Allie and Andy and, I miss and Allie. Kayla Jane. Man, I just yeah. love all them ladies. They all sing. A,
1: they all sing like a song that really just speak. It, it's mm, always just one every song. single one yeah. of them. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So but anyway, so. guys. So
0: I know that I know that none of y'all from especially the DFW area ever heard her and and you'll hear in the in the episode that she she doesn't have any any um any music out under her name but she does have some music out there on spotify and she's working on some new stuff but but man just y'all y'all give this a listen and you'll become a big fan too hey y'all um we are in new braunfels texas the hanging, place to be it is hanging out with Kalani, Keelani, Kalani. Kind Okay. Kinda so like that's, Kalachi. so that always, always said Kalani. I'm like, man, am I not saying it right? Brent. Um,
1: and <sighs> where's the, where's the origin of your name? I mean, where did it come from? I mean, did your parents just pull it out? Are you Hawaiian or? So,
3: um, the closest version of my name is, is Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. my mom, my mom made my name up. She basically took all her favorite letters, which was like K, I think L and then Y. Um, especially K because K is not really used in the Spanish language. And so she wanted to make my name a name that nobody else in the world had. She was all excited about it and she made Kalani and then for her birthday, I think it was about ten or eleven. We went to Hawaii, and like everybody and their mothers named Kalani. Kalani. It's like being named Sarah there.
2: Oh wow! And Shut
3: I was up. so excited about it. You I was like, get oh a my god! Chain. I say I say I know I got a keychain. It wasn't spelled right, but it was something. I had something. But like I was so excited because I, you know, usually when I go around places, I'm like, I'm Kalani, Kelly, Kalani, 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 Kalani. Kalani? Kalani, <laughs> like, like
1: I say it and, me, bitch. and then
3: I uh, really <laughs> and, so, and stuff and so when I went to Hawaii, I said my name's Kalani. And they're like, "Hi, Kalani. I'm so and so," and I'm like.
2: They, didn't they know presentate. my name, the me. mothership. I'm my here. mom was really
3: like bummed about it, though, because she worked Aww. so hard. To, like, she's like, I want you to have a name nobody else in the world has and everything. We went there and everybody has that Aww. name. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> but I
0: love your mom. That's so, fr- that's so very cool.
3: My mom's great. Oh, that's
0: awesome. <laughs> that's her favorite. I can imagine literally. the look
1: on your face when you're looking at the keychains and there it is. Oh, my you know, gosh. I, I don't know how many people have had problems. How in the hell do they do that nowadays? It'd have to be a warehouse size to cover all the
0: names. (laughs) You know, though, but with, I mean, with all of the the instant things, I mean, literally, it could be like, okay, your name is, and I'm not even going to start saying names, but something that, (laughs) you know, that has all of the letters in the alphabet. Um, Hang on one second, and then just go back and make it, and here you go.
1: Some lady named her kid, it was like 300 and something (laughs) Letters in her name. I
0: saw that the longest name in the world.
1: It's like, why would you do that?
0: And you know, I mean, that's part of like graduating from kindergarten is writing your name.
1: (laughs) Can you? So you're 37 and still in kindergarten? Imagine,
3: because I mean, because the name is so absurd too. Like, there's just it's really wild. Yeah.
2: Oh
0: my gosh! Mm, all right, but
3: the, but the, luckily the kid like is kind of happy with it. She's like, I like it. It makes me feel unique and special. Aww,
4: okay.
0: you go, girl! That's
2: good. Hey, yeah. yeah, more power to
0: you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have been trying to get you on this sucker for forever. Ever <laughs> at first, I thought you were just totally blowing me off, and I was like, No, <laughs> she's not. You know, I don't
1: know. She doesn't want to be on our podcast. And then uh, we saw you at. Uh, oh, where was that? Dog and Pony. Dog and Pony. Dog and Pony with uh, the Billy Jeans. Mm-hmm. And I was enamored. Oh. Not dear. not like in a weird way. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> I was I was just like, wow, this is incredible. And then you came up to our table and you were still singing. Like, well, you're talking to us. You're singing while talking. And yeah. I was like, I'm like, I oh, no. dig yes. this person.
0: <laughs> but the Billy Jeans, we, which we've had every other member already on the podcast. And so you've been the lone holdout. And uh, we were talking before we started recording that it is my goal in life to get all of you ladies in one room and do a Billie Jean's episode. And that's going to be so much freaking fun. It's going to be And it's I promise you crazy. I will By be in another
1: summer. state. I will not be here for no, that. No, no we, ha- we, need,
0: we need, I'm not going to be the only guy
1: in the room with y'all. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> not going to
0: happen. Maybe Eric Wong and Han will come.
1: Or That'll work. Be. I don't yeah.
0: know. No, but he's not part of the Billie Jean's. So that wouldn't work. So I don't know.
1: But cause I'm absolutely in love with like so many of the songs that they have. Oh, like Ali Matisse's little red bird. Kills me. And then Andy Holliman's. Oh,
0: yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: Love that song. Can't even talk about it. Love Was Spoken Here. Mm -hmm.
0: And then, and then Kayla Jane's dude, Flowers in October. Oh, kills me. I'm obsessed with that song right
3: now. It's so beautiful.
0: (laughs) And then you, so you, I looked all over the place for your music. And (laughs) I could not find it anywhere. And then you tell me it's under. Aura Zora,
2: yeah.
1: Did I say that right? Yeah, basically. I that was Orizora. It's Orizora. Orizora.
0: Orizora. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I mean, it looks like Ara.
3: So it okay. does.
1: Yeah. Um. Where's Orizora? Where did that come from?
3: My ass, basically. <laughs> 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 So was, we're going there, okay.
4: <laughs> so it was, listen, explicit. so what I, <laughs>
0: sorry. Oh, I'll say, I'll say fuck before it's uh, over with. It's perfect. all good.
3: Perfect, <laughs> perfect. This is why I knew I liked you guys. Uh, so um, it took us, I think, seven months to find a name for the bands. We, we could not agree on anything. Anything, and it was, and so I, I took it upon myself at one point to literally just start taking band name ideas from strangers. I was oh. like, you know, I just wa- I was just walking around and I had this notebook with me, and I if I struck up a conversation with a stranger, I would be like, hey, by the way, if you were to start like a like a pop rock or like indie rock band, like what would you envision naming it and stuff? And I got all these really cool ideas and stuff, and because at that point I was just I was out, and one person said you know, I think the name Aurora Zora would be really cool. And I was like, that kind of neat. It's mm-hmm. different. And I like, so I brought all the ideas to the band and like every, the one that everybody gravitated to was Aurora Zora. But they're like, I just, something's not something's quite right wrong. about it. Yeah, it's too
1: hard to say. It's,
3: yeah, and they're like, what if we took out the extra roar part and they just said Aurora Zora? And I was like, hmm, I like it let's do it because so, at that point we were so tired of trying to find a name <laughs> we were just like let's just so do, do it. it it's weird and then we did like a whole like space theme with it and just like we're like I, was oh, was say, I, I feel ah, like an, an Iggy like, Pop type, it, type right, you thing know? you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was me that was me get, get <laughs> this is why here. you can't do things oh. at your own house because nothing would be, <laughs> everything would be broken right <laughs> <laughs> really
0: it always is anyway, anyway.
3: This is uh, a
1: very formal podcast. Very no, no, profe- no. no. We're very professional, but it's shit. definitely
3: not formal. No, it's... it's Wait, 90% of being a professional is pretending you know what you're doing.
0: We don't even pretend. Yeah, we we don't. Don't <laughs> no, no, know. We, we tell people, we don't know when the fuck. We're just, we're just doing this. We are having a good time, hanging out, you know.
1: Somebody needed to do it, so we said, what the hell, we'll do
0: it. We're going to do it, yeah. yeah. Um, so, shit, I was fixing to ask a question. I blew it. I know. You're Sorry. Totally. That's okay. <laughs> dang it, dang it, dang it. Oh, so before you came up with a name, were y'all actually going and playing shows?
3: We were. And
0: what were you calling yourself?
3: The <laughs> I mean, band? Genuinely don't remember. It was something different every time. It was that is Just like trying on different that is not. A, that is not was, a way to get a it following. It was not. It like, was so, so I saw that band. Playing.
0: I saw that band last night yes. at such and such. And
1: we're non-branded.
3: Now, now I can't freaking find them anywhere. Yeah, and that's that was the problem for a long time, of course, too. Um, but once we, once we got the name down and we just started advertising it, you know, as, as is people really started liking the name and mm-hmm. then liking the vibe. And then in San Marcos, we became like one of the top 10 bands for a very short period of time. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. And, uh, we had like at least two or three weddings that people hired us for, for our original music, which nice. oh, how awesome. was also very strange because we don't have a single love song at all. Like not one. The one song that we have that's a love song is about somebody cheating.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is is that what they wanted? uh, Played. But it it was
3: cool. I'm just picturing
1: the mother-in-law's face when y'all start singing. (laughs) That is always the mother-in-law.
0: No, no, no. Yeah. I should be saying those words. I'm picturing the mother-in-law's face. Oh yeah. I guess so. Not mine.
2: (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I mean Orizora, like we we had just started picking up a lot of steam too, and it was really a bummer because basically it was <sighs> I think it was February or March of 2020 that I mm. looked at my drummer while we were just like we were just like hashing out some music stuff and I was like, you know what? I just did my like looked over like my budget. I'm just realizing I'm almost making enough money to survive just off music. Oh, that's And wow. I feel like if I just quit the day job and just dive into this and dedicate wholeheartedly, I could do something. And he was mm. like, you know what? I've been experiencing the same thing. Like, let's both do it. And so we were both like, yes. So we quit
1: our job. No, you did not. We did of course, Hey, did. hey we're only going to have yeah. to quit them for two weeks. Remember, <laughs> Two weeks. That's it.
3: Except the fun part is, is when you quit, Two weeks, and then everything shuts down. You can't file for unemployment (laughs) because you quit. (laughs) No, I lost all my gigs. My drummer lost all his gigs. The band lost all of our, you know, all of our shows. Uh, All the weddings that we had got canceled. Things like that, and I was super lucky because I was um, working on my master's at the time and I had connections at the college. Mm-hmm. I was able to get a job with the college oh, and stuff, cool. and it was a, a, an at-home job and stuff. So it worked out great. It was just. So, did you get your master's? I got my master's in what? In poetry. I know.
2: <laughs>
3: I <gotta laughs> That's think usually about this the one. face that people make. <laughs>
1: I mean, just poetry in general, or a genre, or
3: uh, creative writing. Okay, but okay. It was a focus in poetry. Awesome. Yeah. Um. So I, I did that. I chose that one because um, poetry and songwriting are oh, s- oh in, so intertwined. Yeah. There's they are, they, they, they are. I I don't think that they really can. And people argue with me on this, depending on how much of a purist they are, but. Um, I don't think you can separate the two. They have so many parallels and, you know, there's just so many aspects that are so similar and you can learn a lot from both of them mm. and stuff. So I don't know. And also like b- both of them give me such different outlets and everything, but I just, I still can't separate the two. It's, it's anyway, I'm going to go off on a tangent, but.
1: <laughs> oh, go. So, yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense to me. I mean, cause I always, I always thought music was poetry yeah. and in my, right. in my opinion, it's always been that way. Right. It is. You know?
0: Yeah. yeah. With with with, you know, music instruments. You know,
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, so do you? What do you? What do you do with that, masters?
3: So nothing right now. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, despite the fact though that I don't have my career in with my with my degree, because the plan originally was to go into like publications with a literary magazine and stuff, and I did a bunch of internships. Oh wow! I was ready to dive in on that, but music just kind of. I don't know, <laughs> Took like over. snuck up mm. and then took over my whole life. Um, but, and, and you know, in the middle of my master's program, I was, I was really like, why am I still doing this? It doesn't make sense. But um, the reasons really that I had that thought was because those three years of my life were kind of hell uh, outside of school, mm. you know, just in my personal life, you know, because of COVID I'd, I'd lost uh, three close friends And almost lost one of my family members. And and it was just, and all these things were happening and I lost my uncle and it was just not because of COVID, that was a different thing, but like, there was just so much that was happening in my life. And honestly, I I owe a lot to that master's program and to that journey Mm. because poetry was my, my language for Mm. handling that music was my escape, but poetry was really like the therapy Cause it made me face the ugly side of what I was going through, and made me figure out how to navigate the the mess and come out on the other side yeah. and stuff. And if I hadn't had that, I really don't know where I would be. Wow. I was I was spiraling, and then that that art really saved me and really taught me a lot about myself. I'm not the same person now that I was entering into that school, right? So it was. I don't regret it at all. Not even a moment of it. So. I love that. (laughs) And so, and it's funny that you
0: said that, you know, that poetry is what got you out, but music was your, what'd you say? It was my escape. It was my escapism. All
3: my, all my songs tend to be happy or sassy um, and energetic. Some of them are a little more mellow, but not generally. Right. (laughs) And what about your poetry?
0: Dark? Yeah. it's (laughs) (laughs)
3: it's like, really? oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you, do you ever have anything published i did i had two poems published i had uh one called the language of flowers which was still it was years and years ago before i ever got in my master's program it was about this flower talking to uh this woman who uh had lost her lover mm-hmm. and everything and the, she had this vase of flowers and everything that was dead and stuff, and she was going to burn them, and the flowers were talking to her. So, like, oh, it was yeah. basically saying, like, it's okay and everything, if this is what you need to do, and, mm-hmm. like, this whole thing. Um, and <laughs> this is bad. I don't even remember the other poem that got published.
0: Uh. <laughs> so do, you, do you write poetry just for yourself, or do you let others read it? I don't
3: very often let other people read it. Um I want to eventually, I think there's, there's just so much in there that I just, I know is super dark and I don't know who wants to read about my whole terrible psyche. I don't
1: know speak out to somebody. It, I mean, we yeah. All, it, we yeah. all are pretty dark. It might, yeah,
3: yeah. It's everybody's a little screwed up. So Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Very cool. Well, I mean, look at look at the amount of horror shows that are on movies nowadays. Mm. I mean, we all are right. pretty damn dark. Yeah. yeah. What was that uh, Jeffrey Dahmer movie? Was like one oh, of the God. highest rated. I can't.
0: I can't. I, I the don't movie think or I, the series? The series.
1: People were talking. I, I had students talking about it. And I'm like, it what the was, hell are y'all doing?
0: I didn't watch it past like the second or third episode. It was that was tough. I couldn't. Yeah, that was tough. I was like, and no. crime
1: and all the crime podcast oh, and yeah. everything else people people dig dark me too you know
0: i listen to true crime
3: podcasts
0: i, too. I yeah. never thought I am, i'd be that person i that am i'm a huge fan crime, of junkies crime awesome. junkie yeah. crime junkie is probably my favorite yeah
2: they're not, they're, no they're probably they're about good, it good. Yeah. yeah
3: do you listen to yeah. mr ballin who mr ballin it's hmm? his his podcast is a strange dark and mysterious it's not just true crime it's just like strange and absurd true oh. stories
1: oh that's like morbid more <laughs> You're like let me
3: write that down well this yeah, started as a true ball? true crime podcast it? Spell, spell it did it really yeah oh, we, uh b-a-l-l-e-n okay because he's I'll. probably I will. one of the most popular podcasts in the country wow yeah it's wow
1: we, we uh i was intimately involved with a couple cold cases by people i knew she thought i did them
0: i literally wow. wondered i wondered
1: she did she actually wondered because wondered one of them was a was friend the killer I, is, is, you know, a girl's um, You
3: never know, man. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's
3: true. That's why I left. I was like, man, I would have probably. Well, done that a
1: buddy too. of mine wrote a book about two missing girls called a Night Wounds Time, and there are two girls yeah. missing, never been found. We all know what happened to them. You know what I mean? We all kind of got our theory. I and, have a different theory. Yeah, she's got a different theory, <laughs> and uh so she starts going, "Well, where were you?" And I'm like, "I already proved I was out of the country before no, I started." No, looking not at that it. one.
0: That's not. That's not the one. That.
1: Oh, Jade. Yeah, yeah Jade that's is a girl that's that, really... that, Well, anyway, long story short, we. We what we really enjoyed about Crime Junkie was when they were local or they were somewhere near us. So we were going to do just, just Texas, Texas. Mm-hmm. and then one day we were coming down to New Braunfels. Yeah, it's Green Hall
0: to see Landry and Company, which at Green we're Hall, doing today, which we're doing tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> and
1: it morphed into this. Yep, with music.
0: Wow. Well, it was it was COVID. It was the beginning of COVID.
1: All our friends were starving, and
0: all of and our depressed. musician friends. Just like you said, everything dried up. I mean. Yep. And
1: and we were doing good. I mean, shoot, I was nurse, I was quote security. unquote teaching. Wow, yeah,
2: yeah you, know? Know? you know,
1: she was working from home. I was working from home. Yeah, students weren't doing anything, so I didn't really have anything hard to do. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And I was working from home, coming down to New Braunfels, yeah.
0: and we already had all the equipment. We bought it, and then I was like, I was like, hey, babe, what would you think about doing a music podcast? He's like, well, what does that look like? So we hashed it out, and ev- everything that you see is exactly what we talked about on that four-hour drive from Dallas. So. Yeah,
1: and it morphed into. Uh, I think we started it. It was like, well, let's just start one where we talk about music and talk about you know different things. No,
0: and then I was like, no, we we need. Yeah, we and need she to said have
1: no, and then on. and it just kind of morphed. Yep. it was wild.
0: Yep, and then we talked about it for almost a year. Yeah, and finally I was like, all right, damn it, I'm gonna make I'm I'm gonna make an appointment. We're gonna we're gonna schedule somebody to record them. So you have to open that box. And get out the equipment and learn how to use it because we had no freaking clue. Just like you were saying, you know, being professional is just you know faking it. No, no, no. They're, we, we, we. Uh, everything I, that we did, I'm telling we have you, learned when it comes hard to way. sound,
1: you cannot fake it. Oh, God. I mean Jesus you've, Christ, you've learned it so well. I've learned it, but good lord,
0: thanks to Langer Sound Design. Yep.
1: For thanks to Zach Romo helping me,
0: dude.
1: God dog.
0: All right, I'm like, back what the to hell is
1: this for? Okay, yeah, back to Kalani. Sorry about that. Do
3: you want to play us a song? Sure. Yeah. What do you want to start um, with? Since we were talking about COVID, I guess I'll write a song that I wrote during COVID or write a song. Sing a song. Oh man. Can you do that? Can, <laughs> can you like just go wh- back in time? Real quick? No, 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 yeah. no.
0: Like, like literally just write a song in front of me. I want to do oh that. My God, I want to. <laughs> so that. Jeff Canada, oh, when you get the Billy jeans is.
1: together, y'all can do that.
0: But when Jeff Canada was like, I want a, a songwriter competition where you all show up and you have, Three hours. They give you it. They give you a prompt. So therefore, you can't just go and you know yeah. when, already when have. You're already walking right. Yeah. yeah. You got three yeah. hours. Start. Come back way. and play it. And
3: I'm like, they have that kind of stuff. I think at the folk festival in uh, Kerrville.
1: Really? Like, yeah.
3: They they do. I want to go.
1: Like, yeah. Well, I want to go to Kerrville. Me too. Yeah. Are you writing that
0: down? I am. As if not, i Are
1: you going to write everything down?
0: Yeah. In fact, I'm fixing to take notes on this song that you're fixing to play us. What song are you going to play us?
3: Uh, this song. <laughs> uh, so all the songs that I'm going to play for you are not recorded, just to give you a heads up. Um, okay. These are all songs that I did never get to bring to the band. Okay. Uh, but I'm not planning on keeping it that way. But this song is called I Don't Hate My Life, and with the don't in parentheses. <laughs>
1: Kinda of sort of don't hate it. <laughs> it's,
3: it's kinda kinda goofy, I don't know. <laughs> Alright, I wanna hear it.
4: In the morning when the sun comes up, a boom of coffee that divens like a cigarette. And it's blinding when the sun comes up Sometimes I miss the moon's mysterious silhouettes Forgetting where my keys I can't find my favorite pair of shoes I lost my wallet, all my booze is gone And I know that I'm forgetting something Can't remember
1: Damn, <laughs> we have, we voice have, is absolutely amazing. Oh, absolutely uh, ri- amazing, ridiculous. But I'm,
0: I mean, I'm telling you, that's part, like when you start talking about the 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 laundry and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, have you been in my bedroom? I mean, how? I mean, come on, that's a little too personal. Now, what the hell? I mean,
1: we you know, don't we don't keep the door closed. The all the use all the old clothes and everything just kind of push the door shut. <laughs> you know, we don't have to worry about shutting it off. Oh man. Yeah,
3: when I have my depression laundry pile going, I, I can't get to certain drawers because it's <laughs> there's clothes in the way.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I keep promising I'm gonna go through and cl- throw away all my old clothes that I don't wear anymore. They <laughs> yeah. just sit there.
0: I know. I know. But man, I love the song.
1: But this okay, awesome. so I love your voice. I absolutely too. love your voice.
0: Okay, but but yeah, no, 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 hear me out, hear me
2: out. <laughs> wow,
0: no, 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 nothing, nothing about, nothing about okay, her voice, because, it, but, but it's such a, it's, it seems like such a happy song, <laughs> right? And yet, it's freaking not, um, at all. So you're doing this thing. On I was TikTok. gonna say, that's a
1: perfect segue. Why go do you ahead. think,
2: no, no, yeah. no. I knew, I knew where
0: you were going. <laughs> so if you were, if you were one of the, songs that you were going to... We're okay, good. so Kalani's doing this thing on TikTok, y'all.
1: Which I've been following.
0: Oh, <laughs> no, me too. And if you're not, you need to freaking do it because it's cool as shit, just so you know. Um, but tell, tell everybody what you're doing.
3: Uh, so not a lot of people are very happy about it too. I will say. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, well, cause you Hater's know, I'm taking a hate. lot, I'm, I'm taking songs that are classics and stuff that people grew up with and have history and yeah, but things like that. On. So I understand. Um, but basically I'm taking songs that, that use the juxtaposition, juxtaposition. That's the word. I'm. That's a English good word. Hey,
1: yeah. I learned, that off, of, I learned <laughs> that off of Tom Segura. What
0: the? Juxtaposition, juxtaposition,
1: yes, yeah. He used that term in his set.
0: Did you have to look it up?
1: I did. <laughs> I did. I'm ashamed to say, but I did. I Go husband. ahead. I'm sorry. It
3: Happens. No, it's okay. <laughs> uh, but a, but a lot of songs, especially songs like coming out of the '60s, because um, they they use they, they juxtapose the 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 message in the lyrics with the the tone of the song, mm-hmm. which is really cool and everything. And it's honestly like it's a really powerful. Tool to use in art, you know, you can use it in poetry, you can use it in music, you can use it visually. Yes. You know, um, and in language, of course, too. Um, a lot of people think that I'm critiquing the, this and saying that there's something wrong with these songs.
1: I didn't no. take it so, that way. I,
3: yeah, I didn't see, think, I didn't think, think it that way either. Yeah. There, uh, so what I'm doing is I'm, I'm taking these songs, things like Bad Moon Rising or Maxwell Silver Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm, I'm adjusting like the, uh, The tones of the musical composition and stuff to better or to parallel, I shouldn't say better, but to parallel the the lyrics and stuff. And that's not as a critique to the original, but really to put the lyrics to the forefront. So that way, that's the focus. Well, to it's me, our message. I don't
1: think you're critiquing it. Like Bad Moon Rising, that was the first one I saw of yours. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is kind of like you're going to go out and you're going to get murdered. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. the, the song, Murdered. I mean, if if but, you
3: know anything about the song, it came out in the 60s during the Vietnam War. Right. Yes. Yeah. You know, and people were dying. Yep. You know, and the song was inspired after John Fogarty Fogerty. Fogarty. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) I've read it so many times. He's such a cool guy. Mm -hmm. I watched a bunch of videos with him. Anyway, um, he watched the movie uh, The Devil and Daniel Webster. And in Mm -hmm. the movie, there's a scene with a hurricane. And that scene is what inspired the song, which is why all the imagery in Bad Moon Rising is all based off a storm and a hurricane Oh wow! and stuff. And it's, of course, it's supposed to to parallel the state of the country Mm. because we were in turmoil as we, as everybody knows, you know? Um, and then of course that he even said himself that he really like didn't necessarily have an answer for why he juxtaposed them. I think probably subconsciously subconsciously he knew why, you know, it's, there's a lot to say about how people Danced and and sang to that song without knowing what it was really about, kind of being right. oblivious to the to the message that was really powerful in the song.
1: Well, uh, to to me, you're you're bringing attention to the song again. I mean, it's bringing it back, but I don't think you're like saying anything negative I no. just think you're saying hey oh, let's look at okay. it from this like again we talked about Maxwell Silverhammer I mean that is a <laughs> fucked up song okay, I mean there's so. no other way to say it that is a world's worst song if you so know the history bad. behind the song so I uh, mean they actually they actually think that that was basically the beginning to the end of the Beatles I mean that song was so far. It was horrible.
0: Really, I didn't yeah. hear about and that, and I've never heard that. I'd never heard that song. Really, it is you, so well. No, you, you played up. it to me. So yeah, we were we were talking about you on our way down here. Um, just so yeah, know. I played it for her, uh, and, and so and so he's like, oh no 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 no, it was on our way to our show last night. Um, and so he played it for me, and I was like, the
1: original. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I I'd, I'd heard I'd seen your your video, but I'd never heard the original, and uh, <laughs> dude, yeah, no.
1: Well it's like we so, go back to Disturbed and Sounds of Silence with mm-hmm. Simon & Garfunkel. Simon & Garfunkel was bubblegum pop. They had a folksy type thing it. that they had to say and they wanted to talk about the stuff that was going on at the time. Right. And Disturbed really did an outstanding job of, Ugh. you know, saying, "Hey, this is what the song really means."
0: That's got to be one of my favorite.
1: Yeah, ever. you know, I didn't even really listen to this. I, I grew up on Simon and Garfunkel, and I never really listened to the lyrics. Me neither. Disturbed. I had no clue. Oh my
3: gosh, the lyrics are so good. They yeah. really were phenomenal storytellers. Oh, with mm-hmm. yeah. And, oh, little baby, sorry, I just saw a baby. Oh yeah, here. come waiting. up. Oh, here. oh. <laughs> <It was so laughs> when so small. we when we recorded Andy,
0: we recorded here, and a a mom deer went outside that window and laid down and listened to the whole episode. With Andy's. Of course that would happen with
2: Andy. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: What'd you say?
1: Nothing. What'd you say?
0: I will go back and listen to it. You go
1: back and listen. Um, Rat? All right. So anyway, like, you know, we go back to Maxwell Silverhammer. I mean, it was, it was just ding, 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 ding. You know what I mean? It was like, happy that's go lucky. Let's, let's go through the and daisies. And really they're talking about a horrific freaking serial killer going on. Yeah. I mean, he was like bashing people's skulls in with a hammer. And then, like you said, in the original video, they were literally <laughs> they were hitting it using, using a hammer and an anvil. How <laughs> that's just screwed up. It is. Of course, I wasn't a Beatles fan. I've never been a Beatles really? fan. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, we are
0: going to get hated. Huh? Not everybody. No, it's thing, I guess. it's
1: mm-hmm. no like Imagine, Love Imagine. I'm not a big Elvis fan either. But um, nobody but,
0: knows that. You've never said that before. Well, I'm not a big Elvis <laughs> fan. I
1: like him. I like a lot of his music. You know. I know. I know. But, but I'd know. rather go listen to the music where he pulled from. Oh yeah, okay, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I'll,
3: agree I'll agree with that. I agree with that too. Yeah,
1: but but it's a great episode. I I've watched all of them so far. Oh well, as far as I know,
3: yeah. So you how pop many up do you on have? my feed a lot. Oh. So how, uh, how many uh, of that series? I have six episodes now. I've I've done Bad Moon Rising. I did Bullet by Hollywood and Dead. Um,
1: What's that one song? The All Your Kids with the Pumped Up Kicks. Pumped whatever?
3: Up Kicks. That was episode three. Dude, that dude, one.
1: That one People really do not know what that song is about. They
3: don't. They, and they do after I feel, watching. Your... I feel really bad for Mark Foster because he he wrote that song with the best of intentions. Mm. He really did. He he wrote that song because he wanted to talk like bring attention to the mental health in teens because we were starting to see a rise in violence among
1: teenagers. Yep. As a teacher, and, I see it every day.
3: That, exactly. You know. And he he was trying to get that message out, but of course, people being the way that we are, not everybody invests time into listening to the lyrics. Yep. We, we get a lot more involved in just the general boppiness, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to, well, to the use hook, a technical term, yeah. you know? And then of course, when the Parkland shooting happened, the, mm. everything about that song took a turn. Yeah. Um, because the song, a lot of people think that the song is about specifically a school shooting. Um, the song is really about a fictional a teenager named Robert and everything, and he's just fantasizing about doing these bad things and stuff, but he doesn't actually do it in the song. But uh, the Parkland shooter, um, when he was being interviewed and everything after the thing, all the awful stuff he did mm-hmm. and everything, he talked about how he listened to that song to get ready to do the awful stuff he did.
0: Oh, wow. And
3: when that broke out into the media, Foster got a lot of flack about it, saying like you're you know, basically your music is what caused this and things. <laughs> yeah, like no, that. I would never was buy that was, crap. It was yeah. just not. Uh, I don't no. think that was fair at all. No, because you know he was trying to warn people about this, hey, and right,
0: and bring bring light to the problem. Attention. Yeah,
3: and and he's he's been really uh, sensitive to the matter. He, I think if he hasn't already, he's considering retiring the song for good and stuff mm-hmm. because of that, especially because.
1: You know, maybe you could redo I it know. you know a little bit more, you know mm-hmm. as a high school teacher though, it's an honest fear. I mean yeah. we had we had not a shooting, but somebody racked off a bunch of fireworks one day, and the panic was unreal in these kids. I mean, they really saw they really thought it was a school shooting at the time. No, so, I
0: mean, I talk to our kids all the time about okay, this is what you need to do. Yeah, this you is know, what this you do. Is, this is I what mean, you need to do. This is what you, you
1: know. ask an average high school student now. What do you do? And they'll tell you, you put your backpack on. You know, you know, you do, you do this, you do this. You know what I mean? They know. In my generation, school shooting. What are you talking about? But school shootings are nothing new. They've been going on. I think the first one in the United States was like eighteen twelve. Oh, you know, and wow. and literally we've had them every year since then. You know, some form or fashion. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. We've we've had so many school shootings, but they're, but as a statistic thing, it's really not as bad as people think. You know, it's just it's just so horrible because that's where you're supposed to be safe. Yeah, school is where we send our kids to be safe. Yeah, you know, and they're not. No.
3: And that that still is probably the hardest uh, episode I made and stuff because I was like, it almost it felt weird doing it you know, because of the message in the song. And I was like, I I need to figure out a way to do this that actually really, like, honors what is being said and stuff. And that was really hard, and I didn't know any other way, which is why I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to put footage. I want to make sure that this feels real because this needs to continue to be talked about. This can't just be swept under the rug.
1: Right. Well, we need to stop blaming music for stuff like that. Oh, my God. Because what what was the one one girl, uh, the song, I Hate Mondays, or— Whatever it is, oh. uh, th- she was a young lady. She got a deer rifle, shot up a school because she hated Mondays. Um, okay, so the song came after. But if you listen to and I've seen it used as you know uh, data, and they're like that caused the shooting. I'm like, how did it cause the shooting? It came out no. like a year no. after the no. shooting. No. <laughs> you know, so I think people are always looking for a rhyme or reason, and there's just not. Yeah, you know. No. Columbine, I mean, that's a perfect example. There was no rhyme or reason. These kids were just, their signals were there. People chose to ignore them. You know, yep. So. Yeah. Man. Well, this took a downer.
3: <laughs> no, it's I, it's yeah. the darkness of the psyche. You know?
1: <laughs> you know, sometimes you just need to hear stuff like that. Yep. You yeah. Know? But other times you need to Music hear some bubble gum. Yep. Shit.
3: Sometimes. <laughs>
1: do. It's true. What was that song don't worry, be happy. Sometimes we just yeah. need that.
4: Don't so, worry about a thing.
1: <laughs> he hates that song. The guy that's
4: on it. Oh, the, yeah. The uh, Little Birds?
1: No, the, no, the or song. Or the, oh, the. Don't worry, be happy. Don't
4: worry.
0: Yeah. Because he's be like happy. a yeah.
1: symphony, symphony conductor. He is. Yeah, he's a very classically no, trained No, Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And he's like, and that's what I'm known by.
1: That's what I'm known for.
0: So, but how? Okay, so talk to me about how or why you started this series on TikTok. How did that even come about?
3: <laughs> That's a great question. I, uh, <laughs> honestly, I I've always loved covering songs, um, and I think I was I was talking with you earlier. No, I was talking with I was talking Beck. Anyway, sorry. hi Beck. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I forgot.
1: That's the Beck.
3: That is the
0: Beck. We're <laughs> hanging out in
3: her studio apartment. Yeah. Um, When I I cover things and stuff, I don't like to try and be like the other person because I I know I'm not going to be. right. You know, I'm not going to be a John Fogarty. I'm not going to be, you know, Radiohead. I'm not going to be anybody else except for myself. And so I like trying to see if I can discover new perspectives for the songs that I do. Okay. Um, Because I think that not only does that like breathe a different life into the song. It also helps me become a better musician Mm. and stuff. It helps me more with my songwriting things like that, you know, to try and like, okay, if I had the lyrics already, how would I write the, the, you know, right. Composition for it, things like that and stuff. So I, I did it just to kind of explore some of the songs that I love and, you know, kind of give them the attention that they deserve really. And stuff because I I grew up with CCR. I mean, not in the sense that you know people who were actually born during the time did. All, all, <laughs> all of like us, You can say it. You can say it. It.
1: I've been to CCR <laughs> concert.
3: But but um, I mean, like my my dad. You know, he he raised me on on ccr or mostly he raised me on pink floyd and led zeppelin and the doors Those your door your
1: days. dad rocks that's all there's the to doors. it yeah he's
3: pretty cool um and my mom raised me on nine inch nails in depeche mode oh uh. Uh. hey 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 <laughs> there it is hey now hey, mode. I, I dream it's over
1: I. Uh
0: i've i've been to a couple of depeche mode concerts i've i'm not going of lie the, a little
3: bit
1: she didn't declo- did. disclose What'd that before say? we got married
3: i've always wanted to see them live i'm not gonna lie it was so same much same thing fun. with floyd though oh like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, no i've no, gotten yeah. to see yeah.
0: santana wearing all in all of my black i got a santana the day, concert yeah. we
1: were in a bar uh, like a little place and some guy got up on stage and started playing no. and my buddy was like man that looks like santana i'm like oh, no, no. that's because it is no he just came in and started playing What? Yeah. Didn't get an autograph, didn't do nothing. It's kinda like it's kinda like Mike. Mike Ness from Social Day (laughs) came into my shop and hung out all day. And then he left and both me and my buddy were like, We didn't get not one goddamn picture.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And he was the nicest guy
1: you'd ever meet. I'm a big social distortion fan. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you are raised on eclectic music, shall we say?
3: Yes. Uh, And then, of course, like I have my own music that I discovered as I grew up and got exposed to all the nut jobs and schools. Like what? Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) So I I got into like the new metal scene, um, things like Korn and and Park. Oh, man. Yeah. Lincoln Park is still like my favorite band. I love Lincoln Park. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, that, that that band came around during like probably the lowest point of my life, and mm-hmm. so like that music really got me out of a lot of bad head spaces. Right. Uh and stuff just because I felt seen by the lyrics, things right. like that. Yeah. Um, so I love them. Um I like a lot of more obscure stuff too, I guess. Um, things like Well, of Monsters and Men isn't that obscure, but um they're kind of like an indie something or other.
1: <laughs> that's why I like Spotify so much. I know Spotify is not real popular among a lot of people. They get pissed off, but you get to go down these rabbit holes and hear bands and that you've that never, you would heard. never Oh yeah. Otherwise. You know, I, I, like I put in air supply the other day and just started letting it play. And the next thing I know I was off on this weird tangent of music that I'd never heard before. Yeah. I and mean, bands that I'd never even heard before. Yeah. Not even the same genre. It was awesome. It's,
3: that's really cool. Huh. Yeah.
1: I love We're Air both. Supply.
3: Me too. Sorry.
1: We've, we've seen
3: them in concert also. I haven't seen uh, Air Supply my,
1: before. It's my guilty person. They're about
3: as
0: bubblegum 70s as yeah. you can get. Oh.
1: We're talking like just Every pure single love song. Oh, Everything, Every single is, song is, a everything love song. is beautiful. Everything yeah. is beautiful. Everything is
0: beautiful.
1: Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're really good. You should listen to them. Both okay. of them are incredible voices, too. Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's a duo. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. If you have ever seen Dumb and Dumber, it looks like him (laughs) and the Hobbit, and that that was that was proposed to me one day, and I've never been able to see it. You know, and I hate to say that because they're incredible musicians. See them
0: now. Look this up. That's too I, funny. Just,
1: I love Air Supply, I hate, hate to did say you, it.
0: Did you even really listen to them before we met? I introduced so many people to that band.
1: Air Supply? Yeah. I always heard them, but I never told yeah. anybody I liked them because I was a metalhead. Because <laughs> you were scared to. Yeah. Kind of
0: like how Cody Cresswell doesn't tell anybody that he loves Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh,
3: Jesus. <laughs> and he's like this pretty rockin' kind you rocking told the world, world he doesn't need to tell See, anybody I, that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I Taylor Swift has just rocketed. Lately, she's always been popular since she's been around, but oh my god, crazy! Something's happened, so not, she is not she a is, fan, not
1: an unfan, but I'm just you know, doesn't speak to some me. Of her
3: music, I don't know. I mean, I'm in the same boat. I, I've honestly tried really hard to like her more than I do, um, just because she's so popular and loved by so many people, she's, yeah. You know, but, and it's like, so I'm like, okay, let me try and. See this? See, aren't you
0: nice? Because thing. see, boy bands were big back whenever I was in high school, and I was listening to Depeche Mode and Nine Inch Nails, mm-hmm. and you know that that was my kind <laughs> was of. Scene. And I also listened to
3: Duran Duran and stuff like that too. So okay. Me too. Like, <laughs> me too.
0: Me too. I mean,
1: you know but, where they got their name, right? No, Barbarella. He was the bad guy in Barbarella, which was like an X-rated movie back in the things. That now it's R-rated. Sixties or seventies. Yeah, with yeah. Uh, Jane Fonda, oh, who I absolutely hate. Yeah, yeah, so. me too. <laughs>
2: um,
1: but communist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that one's for Dad. (laughs) I don't really believe that, but my dad was a Vietnam vet, and Jane Fonda. Well, you'll just have to look it all up. She's—I won't go into it because I get bitter.
2: No, (laughs) you think?
0: Goodness gracious! Uh, Taking a turn, babe.
1: Hey, I remember Jane. (laughs) Go ahead anyway. So Duran Duran, huh?
0: Yeah, very cool. Flock of Seagulls. Yeah, flock. <laughs> so but yeah, so I didn't I, I, but at least you're want, also, you were wanting to like her because I was I mean, the boy bands were huge back then. And I'm just like, nope, 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 not gonna, not gonna
3: I couldn't really get and the boy bands either. No. I think the one song that I liked was um uh Tell Me was it Tell Me Why? Tell it's called Hi. Right, 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 right. yeah, no, I
1: couldn't no. tell you who sings that
3: um, Backstreet Boys. Uh, yeah. I was adulting
1: through all that.
0: Oh, yeah, you probably were. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, but then when Justin Timberlake first, you know, started doing his his own stuff, I was like, whatever. What and now I'm like. Oh,
3: my God, yeah. And now I'm like. I, yeah. And now I'm like, <laughs> also <okay>. guilty. <laughs> I'm searching for the man
4: in the mirror.
3: Or wait, was that him? That was him, right? No. No. no that's, that's, that's Michael Jackson. That's Jackson. That's hella awkward uh let's just uh
1: we're not no. editing that <laughs>
3: yeah great um yep that's I'm, okay i like that song
2: uh, it is a I good mean,
3: song you know i was trying what song am i thinking of by jt i think it's called mirror it's like i'm in the mirror there you I'm go the time back at me. that's yep. the one oops the i don't one. know i grew up on michael and the jackson even. five i
1: kind of dug them you know i'm
3: just gonna pretend i'm not Gonna be thinking about that when I go to sleep tonight. Uh- <laughs> I
0: do that. Are you, I wake Are you up an obsessor? Do you? I, and you pick yourself apart. Un poquito yeah. sí.
1: <laughs> I wake up with a new song in my head every day. Every day I wake oh, up with a new song me too. Yeah. So
3: I have apparently a pol- that's an ADHD thing.
0: I don't know. I can't go to sleep sometimes because I can't get a song out of my head.
2: <gasps> yes. And it seems
0: like it's, the more I listen to it, the, the louder it gets. And it's like...
1: You have to let it finish.
0: Stop! Do I? Yeah, you have to let it go all all the way through. See? That's it, Mm -hmm. exactly. It's always a song. It's not a song that I'm very familiar with. It's a random song that I don't even know all the words to. That's why I started using that brown noise at night.
1: I was wondering, Brown
0: Noyes? Oh, yeah. I've on on, on, on S- S- Simply Whatever. I don't know what it's called. Uh, but
3: my, the, the, the problem, too, also with that is, you know, when <laughs> I have so many songs that I have, I still to this day have never heard the actual, like, whole song. My mom, I got my singing all the time from her. She'll just sing random sections and portions of songs that she's heard throughout her life. And so. I only know those portions of the song through her and stuff. And even today, because I got to see my parents today before I came here, we, were, we sat down to eat breakfast together and she started singing, "Today is your birthday, oh God. my birthday too." And is it now that song is no, it's not. Oh, okay. That's she just sings that song <laughs> randomly, randomly that's at the only all thing times, that at know. all points in my life.
1: Where I get that is from the Time Life magazine commercials.
0: So that's what I—that's exactly what I was going to say. The so Time know Life, the Time Life of all music. These songs. No, the Time
1: Life music. Yes. that's
0: one of his very favorite things to watch. I'll on sit TV. To watch on it. On TV. <laughs> he will watch those infomercials for hours. God, you, he literally no. knows the next song that's gonna come on. Kind of like if you ever listened to you know like a tape, a cassette tape, and you knew the next song.
1: I know them for Time Life Magazine. He
0: knows them for the Time Life. Music. It's like I just, music. I just like, I like and it so in the background. It's only, it's only that tiny little bitty piece of that song mm-hmm. that I know because I've been married to the them. Yes. For like, years. like
1: on the one that Conway Twitty's singing, that's my job. And uh-huh. then the next one is Jolene. And then the next one, i am you, you he,
2: know? Know. he
3: knows. He knows. I remember there was this infomercial that came on when I was growing up. I don't remember like what year it came out, but like among my generation, we all know it's like this weird repressed memory. Among all of us and stuff there's it was where they're advertising like you know like um <laughs> would you like to listen to our the world's greatest love songs? And it's like tell me how much yes to live? you like <laughs> and like i i used to know all of those songs like all those little sections mm-hmm. growing up just because i'd heard it so many times yep. it was always so late at night so you have to like fell asleep to the tv on you
1: know and now they're reminder, still playing
3: it that's what he's talking about
1: now a reminder to all my generation you still owe columbia house 12 records that you gotta buy <laughs> you got the 12 for a penny you, you, you gotta got pe- buy you the got other penny. 12 you
0: got, the penny. <laughs> you got the one for the penny oh my lord
1: we actually did that we actually bought eight tracks that's how long ago it was me and my sister we got to pick out the 12 or what or six or whatever it was and then you got had to buy 12 more over like a year and dad ended up buying them all
0: oh did he yeah. what a good guy yeah he was he was all right <laughs> you're gonna play us another song yes i am
1: <laughs> we've been all over the place so I,
0: know, no. I know but this that's
3: this is how these interviews go so i hard. i'm
1: digging your guitar it's though not a, uh, too. i what really am it? that is
3: i like it's that a, it's a taylor guitar. it's a you know on the i mean taylors are great it's just you know like um on i guess the the cheaper side of taylors and stuff but i love this guy it's uh
1: you got kayla jane on that, it
3: yeah i do yeah why I do was, you have because i love kayla jane
1: Everybody was, that,
3: was that, was yeah, that it's a her? Sticker. It's a sticker. Oh, so she was, gave me one of her stickers. Oh, I thought it was carved oh. in. No, See, so everybody thinks that. It's a really cool design. It's, it's a
1: good sticker,
0: yeah. It is, yeah. It it is,
1: is, you know what I really trigger. like is that you don't cut your strings. I don't know why. To me, that was always so cool for musicians to do when they had all the <laughs> strings going everywhere. I don't know why.
3: I am, I am cool out of a lack of proper tools.
2: <laughs> I just think it's cool.
3: I, listen, <laughs> when I started off, Playing guitar, I used to clip the strings with a pair of toenail clippers. (laughs) (laughs) And I went through so many toenail clippers because these steel strings just... uh, I just think
1: um, it looks cool. I just uh, always have.
3: I I just need to get a pair of wire clippers. I I do, but I just don't because I'm like... I I think about it and then I forget and then I have to change my strings and I'm like, oh, I still don't have wire clippers after six years. I guess I'll just roll them up. I, I just I think it's cool. I don't know why. <laughs> well, thank you. You know, I, I, I saw a musician when cool, I was a kid
1: one time and he had strings going like every which way. And my so cousin I, was bitching about it. And I'm like, but it no, looks but neat. It looks, yeah. I
3: damn near like stabbed so many eyes leaving that, which is why I roll them now. Right. I like, I like how I, they're and rolled I and it's Stabbed myself multiple times, leaving the strings all piney and bet. stuff. It's fun, it's cool, it's very folky. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's maybe it, maybe because I'm really into folk music. Yeah.
3: That, you yeah, know, it's very much the like Joan
1: Baez, Baez kind of era, you know, yeah, all that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I definitely don't blame me for liking I, I did kind of think there was kind of a, a flavor to that.
1: Why do they make it that yeah. long, then? You know, I mean, you know. It know. seems like they, they make them like much. three feet too long for any guitar it's, on earth.
3: Yeah, they, yeah. It's, about, it's about like a, a you know seven or eight inches. To, huh?
1: yeah. mm-hmm. They don't need to make them that there's long a, then.
3: No, think how much money they...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I trying really hard not to
3: say it. Oh, God, please, 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 please say it. Nah, she said it already.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Should I leave the room?
3: <laughs> no. See, this is this is what it would be like y'all, with Billy Jean.
1: <laughs> y'all already ruined my Ally Matisse whole image of her, the sweet little Ally Matais.
3: <laughs> I can hear her laughing as you say that.
1: Too. <laughs> She's so sweet and adorable, you know. <laughs> little Red Bird. Yeah, I mean, come on, I just, you know. Yeah. How can you be anything but sweet writing a song like that? <laughs>
0: She is. She is a sweet. Soul. She is. You can, really know, you, you can be. You can be sweet and adorable and, and disgusting. So <laughs> okay, that's a really dirty, mind. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: All
0: right. What song are you gonna play for us?
3: <laughs> um, since we're talking about the Billie Jeans, this is a, a song that an original song that I wrote that we perform with the Billie Jeans. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah, Kayla Jane usually takes like the, she opens it up with the bass and things like that. Man. Yeah.
1: I love how y'all swish instruments. I Dude, do. I think it's I, so cool. Crazy.
3: <laughs> I I um I I love it it's fun but it's also kind of stressful sometimes. I get you then.
0: <laughs> I bet that it is a a different kind of chaos. It is between it all is of a, you ladies.
3: It is a chaos without control. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so this song is called Bye to Say Bye. Um, it's B-Y to say B-Y-E, basically. Um, I wrote this song after. It wasn't just me. This was kind of a collection of stories. So it has some of my stories in it and some of, um, honestly, a little bit of, this was inspired by Andy and Kayla and hmm. honestly all my musician friends because every friend that I have in, the, in this music world, mm-hmm. we've all faced somebody who we thought had our backs and stuff and then at some mm. point or another their true colors show uh, and so when we realized that they were never really supporting us that they were talking sh- you know like you can say shit i've already yeah i've already said it too <laughs> yeah i i don't know why i'm trying to censor myself now cats out of the bag uh, <laughs> the funny thing is too I, I, I the funniest part is that i wrote this song deliberately avoiding cuss words because i like to throw cuss words in my music but i was like no i want to be able to play this in places so maybe i can find like clever ways to, to oh. cuss without cussing
0: oh i love you that. know
3: um like there's one part where i wanted to say ass kisser and so i said two-faced peach kisser uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and one part where you know anyway
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna try to find <laughs> them i'm gonna try to find. oh yeah, yeah you'll hear it
3: yeah. <laughs> so uh, bye to say bye
1: Dang. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh.
1: Uh, is it uh, Andy that's got a song about that?
0: She does, um, yeah, yeah. And
1: what's funny is we recorded somebody in this very room that we never we released it. That I swear to God, that's who it was. That
0: she told me. She told me. She, oh, she, she told her it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I could totally we see that. Because,
1: 100%. because the other person who shall remain nameless, Voldemort. Yeah, we don't. We
0: don't ever. We don't uh, ever talk bad about somebody. I actually,
1: that. sat here and told us a story about how she screwed over her best friend and everything oh, else. We, <laughs> it's like,
3: we wow. What? Yeah. And the guy she
1: was with, I was just like, oh my was god. Was she you saying that guy.
3: like? Proudly?
1: Oh yes. Oh no. Yes. (gasps) Yeah. We'll talk about it off the air.
3: Okay.
1: Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) No, we never. We never released. We never released
0: her, so nobody knows who she is. Because we were asked, she she called me up and she was like, "Hey, um, so I have a new record label and they want to be, you know, in control of everything. Control of everything. So can y'all not release that? I was like, "Thank the Lord, yes, because it was. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, (laughs) I love that song. And I do. I love your voice. So you've got this sweet, <laughs> so little, powerful. It, but it's but it's also a, just a pure voice too. <laughs>
1: Thank
3: you. I've never i I've, I've never gotten that.
4: No, that description no, really. Yeah. Voice. To be honest
1: with you, I mean, honestly, you could go back to the forties, the yes. piano singers. Yes. yes. I oh, mean, yeah. it's, one, it's of those, that, one of those torchlight. Yeah, torch what? singers, torch singers, torch singers. Yeah. torchlight torch like that? Phenomenal. What a Wow. You should wow. you should
0: be like in a speakeasy. Yeah, that'd be I, badass. I, I,
3: uh, yeah, I mean, I, I play... Well, it's not taking a, a peek. A peek a bit, a bit, that's all, folks. Uh, speak. <laughs> it's it's uh, Green's Last Call. They call it like a modern speakeasy. I play there sometimes. Huh. Okay, we've uh, never been
1: there. Haven't been it's, there yet.
3: They've. I'm not like a huge drinker, and I'm not huge into cocktails, but I always find a cocktail there that I really enjoy, and it's always like... They make them so theatrical too. Mm. Like oh, you good. know, they dress them up. There's one that it was called like the Waltz of Flowers that they they made, and it has like the bubble on top that you pop, and the smoke just goes all pretty.
1: Okay, we gotta go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Every time that we come down here, they're too fancy
0: for us. Though we're not fancy people. Every time we come down I mean, here, I'm though, not there's, fancy like
1: 30 either. new places. <laughs> you
3: couldn't tell. <laughs> Talking about seven and eight inches. <laughs> Seven to eight inches. I was like, three feet's quite too much, honestly. Okay. <laughs> I'm
1: going to be leaving now. Okay.
0: We're talking about guitar strings. Yeah. You where, where's about? your head at? But I, I thought it was funny that he thought that three—that that that seven or eight inches three, was three, three feet. feet. Do you fish? Save are me. you a fisher? <laughs> 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 it's like, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know where to go with that.
1: Okay, You're back welcome. to music, so back you. to music.
0: <laughs> That's what I always say when he goes off. I'm like, back to music, y'all. Sometimes I feel like I'm hurting squirrels. I will never say hurting cats again.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't want to ever say that phrase anymore. Like with cats, squirrels, is, it makes... I don't know why it's so much <laughs> worse imagining I'll say it. <laughs> well, Do you
1: know how you you know how you put cats in a box you got like 10 cats and you got to herd them into a box. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they'll jump out and you put another one in that jumps out. Well, if you cut their heads off, they won't jump out of the box.
3: <laughs> I've never tried that say, before.
0: That's I why I don't say cats anymore. <laughs> Cuz people Well, I mean, Suma, gonna
3: it get probably it. works I, with squirrels too. I've I mean, I've never I don't cut know. the head off a
1: cat. I promise. I
2: mean, As honestly, you, were...
3: you know, you have those like. I'm about to get real dark. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have some boundaries.
0: The views <laughs> of I, the person being recorded do uh, not
3: necessarily uh, reflect. I'm <laughs> no, so
0: poor <forth>, they pretty <laughs> much <podcasts. reflected. laughs>
3: Oh no. man, I sorry. I don't want to get way too off topic, but uh,
0: no, we like off topic.
3: Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of decapitating animals. <laughs> oh, <shit. Go> ahead. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, now I'm intrigued. Now, uh, so now I'm invested. I used to, <laughs> I used to go fishing with my grandpa. Um, and me too. Yeah. Was, so, um, we, we would fish off this dam I don't, in, in the Kerrville area. I don't remember exactly where, but, um, this one day I caught two pretty good sized bass, you know, they weren't crazy, but you know, especially for a kid.
2: Whoa! Whoa oh, yeah. You know?
3: <laughs> um. And so we brought them back to the house. I think it was seven or eight, and there's something like that. And so he taught me how to like you know uh, scale them and gut them and all those things so he like uh you know he at one point obviously he chopped the heads off and he just threw them in this bucket and he said i'm gonna go get a sharper knife so we can do the gutting and the cleaning and stuff and so i was just out there you know just intrigued by you know the gore you know kids yeah kids are weird we we're interested in all those terrible things i would have totally tried to pluck their eyes out oh man i i it was a thought (laughs) that crossed my mind i it but I was just, I was just looking at the heads and all of a sudden one of them goes <gasps> and I screamed bloody murder. <laughs> and my grandpa comes out with his knife and then what's wrong? What's going on? And I was like, the fish heads, the fish heads moving. And then he of course just starts laughing and he's like, yeah, imagine if somebody cut off your head, you'd be doing the same thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, they say that it takes how long?
1: Well, Once, when they were guillotine people, there was actually a scientist that talked to somebody and that got guillotined to blink. As soon as the knife fell, they started blinking the whole time. and They blinked for a good 10, 12 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, the last Dude. public guillotine was in my lifetime. It was in 1977 in France. Really?
3: Yep. Oh, I heard the podcast on that last public guillotine uh, incident,
1: yeah. too. Yeah, they actually got That's a film really of it. Dang.
3: Terrible.
1: Yeah, somebody got over the wall and got a film of it.
3: Oh, my God. <gasps> yeah.
1: Really, pretty cool. Mm.
3: It's a word for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, like, I don't know it's a word true. I would use, but I know it's not a word the general public would use. I may, I
1: may not be correct on the date. It may. Been, it was seventy two or seventy seven. I can't remember which, but it was How in France. Then it was yeah.
0: during my lifetime too. If it was in after seventy two,
1: that's true. That is true. Yep. You're old.
0: No, you know, relative. <laughs> I don't feel old. I literally feel. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not going to edit that in. <laughs> uh, it
0: was, wouldn't be
3: me if I didn't burp. When I was pregnant, that was recorded. So,
0: <laughs> when I was pregnant, I would just have these horrendous burps.
2: Oh. And and blame on so me. loud.
3: <laughs> and
0: I would literally if we were out in public, I would literally hit him on the arm and go, "Honey."
3: <laughs> and then he would get the dirtiest looks.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's it's better than my my family uh we we used to be like just free farters. Or uh, well, technically, I still am when I go visit. But like, mm. farting was not not a big deal. I would sit in the living it's, room. My mom would fart. My dad would fart. I would fart. I you mean, know, like it was just like oh God, it was my just, family was sacrilege.
1: Oh, really? Oh
3: no, man. If if there was a particularly musical fart, it was celebrated. You know, like it was, you know. <laughs> Uh so I I went into I I went into my my grade school thinking that farting in public was like a normal, you know, farting in an enclosed space was normal. Um and I remember like just the ripping it in the mid-sentence of teacher too. I interrupted her with a fart and and of course everybody looked over at me and they go, ew, you know. And I was like mortified. I was called fart girl. For, like, the next two months <gasps> in school. <laughs> oh, no, no. Okay, y'all. As a but. GI
0: nurse, farting is completely normal. Everyone does it. <coughs> but excessive farting can mean that something's going on with your pancreas, just so you know. <laughs> oh.
3: Anyway, I think it's funny now, but, like, back then I was like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. No, that farting was
0: bad. Like, I read
1: a story the other day about a deaf teacher that had to explain to her kids that everybody could hear you. <laughs> oh. And the kid had no clue.
2: No. <laughs> yeah, it makes
1: you feel bad for the kid.
0: So the deaf, there was a deaf kid, and the kid, teacher and he was just and ripping the him away, teacher, and she
1: had to go explain to him that hey, that, uh, hey that everybody it, can hear you.
0: <laughs> that makes a sound, oh. and he didn't even know. No. Oh. Well, a bear, bear shits <laughs> in the woods, and nobody's there to.
1: <laughs> I think the tree falls in the woods.
0: <laughs> is that what he it
3: is? <laughs>
1: And the, and, and the answer scientifically is yes.
3: Scientifically. Scientifically. Oh. Well, but then, okay. But there were <laughs> people there to hear it, but they were all deaf. Oh. <laughs> I mean, sci- the, scientifically, the answer wouldn't change. But, <laughs> but <laughs> what if? <laughs> oh,
0: my goodness gracious.
1: So back to the uh, back to music. <laughs> so actually, let's talk about I'm the Billie gonna, Jean's for a little bit because I'm obsessed uh, yes. with y'all guys. I mean, so far. How in the
0: world did y'all get together?
1: It's I, amazing. I mean, because it's hard. In a, okay, so we've talked about how hard it is to be a female in the, this music industry. It's yes. like being a female police, a female fireman. You know, you're quote unquote, and I hate to use this term, in a male dominant world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is mean, true.
1: Yeah. But it's amazing that the four of y'all, with this much talent get together. It's incredible.
3: It was, it's been a really cool ride so far, honestly. Um, so I, out of the, the Billy jeans, if I'm remembering right, I believe I met Kayla and Andy around the same time, but different worlds. Um, and I'm pretty sure I introduced the two of them that I have really just, absolute goldfish on steroids memory. So, uh, <laughs> but I'll do my best to kind of remember how this all happened. Basically. Um, I, I remember meeting Kayla very well. I was at Jack's Roadhouse in San Marcos. My band was playing there and that was when Orozora was just starting out. We were basically like a hundred percent, a cover band. Um, and she she came in and, and all her Kayla Jane glory. I love her. You know she's awesome. Uh, and she came up and talked to me during one of our break sets, and she was like, "Hi, I'm Kayla Jane," and I was like, "Hi, Kayla Jane, I'm Kalani," and she's like, "You sound really great up there. I'm also a singer," and I was like, "I believe you." I, <laughs> <laughs> I had, I had literally zero doubt in my mind that That she was a singer when she told me she was, and that she was probably really damn good too. (laughs) Oh, the way she, she carried herself, the way she fills a room, Mm -hmm. you know? uh, (laughs) And you know, we talked for a little while and then after a while I was like, you wanna sing a song? And she's like, Yeah, let's do it and everything. And then I said, What song? And sh- and so we we agreed on Tennessee whiskey. Mm. Um and at first That's her
0: dance be- song. That is my favorite song. Aww.
3: Yeah. Well, um, she I I at first I was just gonna have her sing the harmonies on it and stuff, and then we we go up and we open up a Tennessee whiskey for our last set. And I hear her harmonies, and I'm like, I need to shut up and just let her sing, because holy shit. You know, (laughs) and so like, after we go through the first chorus, I look at her and I was like, do you know the second verse? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, take lead, take lead on the rest of it. And she was like, okay. You know? And then I just started harmonizing with her and it was just magic. You know, it was just awesome. And I literally, as we were performing that, I was like. I have the biggest girl crush on this person. Mm
2: -hmm. Holy
3: cow. I want to be just like her. I want to sing like her. I want to live her life. I want to be this glorious, just ball of energy and like a confidence that she exuded. Not uh, if you talk to her, she would probably not feel the same way about how she presents herself. I understand. Yeah. But that is how I perceived her in Mm -hmm. that moment, you know? And so I just was like crushing on this music, woman for for uh, the months after that. Um and I met Andy around the same time at Poorhouse um seeing her perform and ugh, you guys already Dude. know Andy's amazing and yep. and she's just such a kind and warm person and oh my god her songwriting is mm. so good. Ugh. Anyway, like, so I met the two of them and because I I was like, oh my God, these, these guys need to meet like, right. And so I, I don't remember how, but somehow I think I introduced them and everything. And so we all knew each other and they started playing gigs together. And then at some point it was either Andy or Kayla that recommended that we start a group. Mm -hmm. And then I think Andy was the one who was like, I know a fourth girl Mm -hmm. and stuff. And so that's how I met Allie was I think at our very first rehearsal. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I met Allie for the first time. She and I, She's the one that I know in the Billie Jean's the least. And so mm-hmm. I was actually just on the phone with Andy saying, I need to get some one-on-one time with you and Allie, especially Allie, because she's right. such a cool... You guys already know. Everybody in there is so
2: cool.
1: I know. <laughs> we met Allie just, first. We met her at... Uh, it was a St. Patty's Day right. at the poorhouse. Yeah, and she, I was just blown away. And of course, she got Mr. Betzer to come up and play George. Yeah, oh, play. Yeah. And of course, I knew exactly who he was. And That's the funny he story did. itself. Yeah, because I'm sitting there knocking on this lady next to me, going, "Do you know who that is? Do you know who that is?" And of course, this yeah. lady looks at me like, "Yeah, yeah. his wife." I'm his wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But then uh, <laughs> his she got wife is so cool. It's then hard. she got Andy up, and Andy saying, "Change, chain, chain. chain. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm a big Aretha friend and I'm just sitting there going. Oh
0: my gosh. Yeah. So we were actually we were actually down here to record Allie. Yes. And we'd never met her before. So we I wanted to meet her, you know, and see her play. I don't even yeah. know how. Probably probably Sean. Sean's probably the one that's like yeah, I think okay, Sean Sean, Hart, Sean Hart's probably the one that's like, you need to get Allie on your mm-hmm. on your podcast. So anyway, so but I'd never met her. And so we went to go see her. We were gonna record her the next day. And when Andy gets up there, I'm like making a beeline for the stage, waiting for her to get off. And I'm like, so we need you on the podcast, and then I think that we got that figured out. The next time, <laughs> and then Kayla around. was next, and then Kayla was next. Yeah, um, and then Andy. And, no, Andy. No, we recorded and, Andy, Andy before oh, Andy Kayla Oh, first. Yeah, yeah. And, no, Alan oh, was the first, and then Andy, and then and, and then Kayla, and, then Kayla. and yeah. now you. Now we I'm got the the last one of the parties. So. You know, and, okay, well, you and, you know, we're, and we're, Andy's, we're gonna freaking get all of y'all in the same room
1: together. And Ali's Little Red Bird. I mean, it was one. It became one of my favorite songs. It is because I really just, really just spoke to me. And then I couldn't find it anywhere. No, because
2: oh, it's not yeah, it's It not was really
1: only good. on our podcast. that's the only place I could find it was on our podcast. Yep. So he goes. Kind like of like one of Sean's songs. And <laughs> yeah. then uh and then we uh we did uh Andy and she sang Love Was Spoken Here. Love Was Spoken Here. And yeah. of course I moved a lot as a kid because I was in the military. <laughs> My dad was in the military. Oh, yeah. And man, that song chokes me up every time I hear it. Yep. And yeah,
0: just I know, yeah. just thinking and, about it.
1: Yeah, and so. then we went and saw y'all at, again, it was, we talked about this earlier. Dog and Pony. Dog and Pony. Dude. And that was a cool venue.
0: That was the day that we recorded Brie Bagwell. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which really? was a treat. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Ooh. That was such a treat. Yeah. Because she, because... Um, she was loaded well, that Well, Paul, day. Paul... She and had a the, gun on her. The Wilder... <laughs> she said that. I don't know if she did not, but Who knows? Maybe. But the Wilder Blue was playing... Somewhere here on
1: the way back,
0: on, and, and so she was like, Y'all should come, and I'm like, We are gonna go see the Billie Jean's. And she's like, Are you sure you know me? You, you'd be, you know, me and my girlfriends will hang out and this and that. I'm like, well, We're gonna go see the Billie Jean's, and so then she's like, Well, y'all should come after, yeah. And then David, my brother in law, was just he was exhausted, and so we did not Aww. go, and we we should have though, because. I would really like to get the Wilder
1: Blue on my freaking podcast. <laughs> he's an incredible <laughs> guitar player,
0: Paul Easton. Oh, yes, yeah. Breeze Bree, Honey.
1: Yes, he's incredible. Mm-hmm. I haven't
0: heard him. Hmm?
3: I, need, I need to hear him. He does. Yeah, some, yeah. Well, so he does have some Spanish you heard of the music. Blue?
1: Dude, you got to see him. Yeah, they're good. They're amazing.
3: Add them too and they're they're local.
0: <laughs> they're they're from this area. Also, yeah, I mean, but they're they're like all over the place. Yeah, you know, and Bree, of everywhere. course,
1: is incredible. <laughs> And you so, know, she's such a supporter of female music. She is. Every time we've gone and seen her, she's brought people up.
0: Well, in fact, I saw a post where Brie was at Green and she had Andy on the stage with her and oh,
3: Yeah, that that sounds Deanna like Deanna Carter. I think she yeah, she sure. mentioned that.
0: I saw actually, the post. Yeah. And I was like, badass. And I didn't know who the third person was. I knew Brie and I knew Andy and I was like, Two of my very favorite women. And I was like, Oh, that's Dina Carter. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Those are still two of my favorite women.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I don't know you, Dina. <laughs>
0: anyway.
1: So basically, how did you get the path to where you're at today? I mean, what started it all? What was the pivotal moment in your life that you said, this is what I'm gonna do?
3: <laughs> um I don't know that it was that there was just a a clear, concise moment. Um, everything, like I said, you know, a little earlier that music kind of just sort of snuck up at one point. Um, so I, I started playing guitar when I was 20 and it was, it was just a little side thing. It was cause I was going to open mics and sharing poetry and then I got connected with a bunch of musicians there and, um, I had inherited like my great, great, great uncles got like classical guitar and Cuatro from Puerto Rico and stuff. And so I had this guitar that was just sitting there. And so I decided like, I I talked with one of my music friends and he taught me three chords. And so I would bring that guitar with me every day to school, just carry it on my back. And I would basically use the case as a backpack. I would put my notebooks and my, my pencils in the front pocket. And then during, I had this like three hour long break between classes. So I'd sit down on the bench in the quad and I just pull the guitar out and play those three chords over and over and over again. And I wrote a really shitty song <laughs> so I could remember those chords. Because I, oh, I have a hard time oh. uh, with memorizing things out of context. Okay. Like if you give me a pattern, things like that, it means nothing to me. But having it in the context of something that is useful to me or meaningful to me, I remember it really well. And so I wrote a song with the chords, Yay d whole song just EAD <laughs> I don't remember that song anymore but it was really bad is all I remember <laughs> it was being really bad as long as it worked you know it matters. worked it worked um, I think
1: that's all there is for Bad Moon Rising is EAD and G I think D, is in there yeah
3: uh, <laughs> Yeah. so
1: that's yeah
3: so D-A-G D-A-G yeah don't go out tonight
1: and that's still the same chords.
3: yep yeah there's a bad moon on the rise um but uh, it so basically I would sit on the bench, I'd play those three chords, and during that time I'd have musicians come up to me. And not all of them were musicians, some of them are just, you know, I guess regular people <laughs> 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 or different people. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I consider musicians to be some kind of weird creature. Uh, <laughs>
0: There's musicians, uh,
3: and then there's the rest And then there's of humans. No, <laughs> <laughs> there's humans. Uh, no, anyway. Um, I had all these people that would sit down with me. They would share things about their life. They would share music with me. And they would, some of them would teach me stuff. And so it was just kind oh, of like community cool. lesson learning from all these different people from all over. And it was really cool. Um and there's a lot of non-traditional students at the school too. So it was all different ages and right. all different backgrounds. And so I had, you know, I had classically trained jazz musicians coming up to me, blues musicians, church musicians, and metalheads, all sorts of things. Oh, that's so And it was really cool. cool getting to talk to all these different people and get different perspectives on the music. And within six months of playing guitar, I got my first paid gig. It was $100 to play for 20 minutes for a Valentine show and love songs were like, not my thing. And I was like, I need to learn at least five or six love songs. <laughs> I <It's>, it was <laughs> stressing yeah. about it. Uh-huh. I <laughs> That's not bad so, though. For your first gig, it was bucks, 20 minutes for 20 minutes. I didn't have to plug anything in. It was all just acoustic and everything. Oh, and it was nice. great. It was at the school. Um, and I had just started singing too. I started singing when I played guitar. I mean, I was singing like in the shower, but I started singing like seriously. Um, At you know the moment that I picked up guitar and stuff, so it was just this whole crazy ride in my voice. If you ever hear any of the old videos of me singing, then it's a completely different voice. I used to be a soprano, and then I started singing, and then I joined the first band that I joined was a Prague jazz metal band. (laughs) I know, Um, I know. um,
0: Okay, so I'm I'm all into fusions. But it's wild. It was wild. That doesn't um, seem like it would fuse very.
3: Prague and jazz are really not that different when you when you really get down to the brass tacks. It's the you know jazz is all about experimentation yeah. and and odd time signatures, and Prague is all about experimentation and odd time signatures <laughs> yeah. and and different okay. you know and 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 a lot about you know like Prague metal and stuff. Usually the 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 composition tells kind of a story. You don't really often return to the same place you know um okay like have different sections of songs and stuff and and i mean older jazz tends to kind of have the same, same pattern okay and stuff but you know if you depending on the like sub-genre of jazz you get into a lot of it's experimental and playful and they play with times they, you know right um and and progressions it's wild anyway uh <laughs> So that was the first band. I also had another uh, all-girl band that was a trio and I played keys in that one. Um,
0: how many instruments do you play?
3: 3. I play well, mostly two and I play bass a little and I can play Tennessee whiskey on the drums. <laughs> but that's probably about it. <laughs>
1: You know she's going to request that now. <laughs> oh, oh! I promise we, you. We see y'all, and y'all are out. The Billy Jeans. I've been. I, I accidentally call y'all the kindy Jeans sometimes for some reason. It got stuck in my head. Don't ask. Well, me why. we
0: recorded. <laughs> well, recorded a lady named Kindy Jean.
1: Yeah, and that's
0: and fine. Oh, so you know, it's and she's like, phenomenal. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but
1: so yeah. said, always, it just stuck in my head. I can't no, get it out for some I've reason. Stopped,
0: I've stopped requesting Tennessee whiskey. Because if they know us then and they know how to play it, then they're going to play it for us because they know it's our song.
1: She got told no one time. And it wasn't I like, did. no, I don't sing that. You just look at her goes, did, No.
0: And I just put a $20 bill in their bucket, too. Oh. I was almost like, give me my fucking 20 back, (laughs) man. You didn't have to be an asshole. But
1: the way he said it is almost like you say no to a dog and you hit him with the newspaper. That's how. Yeah, he's rough. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I I play when I'm solo or with with my percussionist, I play as a request artist. So um, it's, it's so fun. But it's also kind of stressful. Uh, but so like tell me what way. you mean. So that means so that you don't. You don't, don't have a lineup. I don't have a you just set list.
0: Make everybody I just do walk requests. up
3: there. I have a list of g- generally of the songs that I played before um, to kind of pick out of. And I I play. I choose one song to open with, and then I to say hi, everybody. My name's Kalani. I'm San Marcos, Texas, and I'm a request artist. And if you don't know what that means, it means that I love requests. I welcome them. I encourage them. So if you think of things you want to hear. Come up and talk to me between songs. Let me know what you want. Can't play everything, but if I've heard it, I usually try it. So uh, that's I, awesome. That's it's cool. Fun um, and really challenging because a, a lot of the songs, um, I'm like sight reading them as I'm playing them. Um, and wow. I, I say sight reading. I can't actually read like music music sheets, but like you know, I'm reading the chords and the and the lyrics and stuff, and and trying my best to remember how the melody goes. Um, but it's super fun, but there's, there's a couple of songs that get exhausting sometimes to, to get requested like wagon wheel, Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Tennessee whiskey is one of them. I, I love singing that song, but it, it gets tiring sometimes when I get it requested like five times in one set and I'm just like, okay, no. Yeah. I'm like, I already played it. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not going to play it again.
0: Um, you want to play us actually before you play us. Out.
1: Oh, we're not on the last, are we?
0: We're an hour and a half in.
1: I don't care. I'm having fun.
0: <laughs> Me too. Me too. But all good things
3: have to come to an end. I
1: know.
0: We can find you,
1: so where do
0: we find you? Yeah, where 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 can everybody find you? So, so
2: if medias? you're looking
3: for my original music, you can, yeah, all the platforms, whoopsies, uh, all the platforms and all the places, basically. Um, so my original music is under the band name Aura Zora. It's A-U-R-A-Z-O-R-A, all one word. One word. <laughs> one word, uh, and that's for the original stuff, and... Ideally, I, I would like to, either by the end of this year or beginning of next year, start releasing original music again. Phenomenal. Um, but in the meantime, I've also started working on the cover artist persona, Kelbrin, uh, which is just half of my first thing first name and most of my last name together. Um, and it's basically just taking different songs, mostly rock songs, and turning them into piano ballads and kind of cinematic songs. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, you can find me everywhere there too. Um, under the name Kelbren K E L B R E N. Okay. So, and so in, but w- when
0: you're doing the the TikTok thing, is that under is that under Kelbrin?
3: That's under Kelbrin. Yeah. Is it okay? Because uh-huh. I
0: had no clue what. Because I don't know I, how I, I showed attention. up on mine.
3: I don't know how
1: I, found I just it showed up one day. Yeah. and I'm like, hey, I know her.
0: But then, how do you? So <laughs> yeah. tell tell everybody how you actually spell your name so they can.
3: Yeah, my find my you. my real name. Yeah. That's uh, my real name is Kalani Brent. So K E L A N Y. Yes. Last name Brent, like the boy's name B R E N T. So, <laughs> um. My my personal stuff. Everybody, you know, I I love making new friends. So if you guys want to, you can friend me on Facebook. You can find me on no weirdos, please. On, <laughs> Unless you're a fun weirdo. Oh my gosh! i had oh <laughs> the first time that I went viral was when I cover and I did a piano cover of "Coming Undone" by Corn, mm. and I had <laughs> these people DMing me. That was, it, none of them were crazy except for one. It was a little. In fact, his username was crazy with a K. <laughs>
2: No. It was uh, red flag. <laughs>
3: oh man, I it was it was a really difficult one to navigate because when I opened it up, I just saw a bunch of pic, like literally bloody pictures of his arm <gasps> and stuff, and him basically saying things like, "Your music is getting me out of a bad headspace, but please don't ever stop, or I will." And it was just—it was their graphic pictures too, nice. um, and like you saw all the scars on his <gasps> arm from the, like other attempts and things like that. And it was like
2: oh.
3: a part of me didn't want to respond because, of course, that's really shocking and kind of disturbing. Right. But a part, another part of me was like, well, I mean, the reason that I love music is because it right. can help Connection. heal people mm-hmm. and connect to people, and yeah. so um, I made the decision to respond, and I think it was. The right way to go. I basically said like, Hey, you know, I, I shared some personal information with him about, you know, my own journeys with, with things similar of similar nature. Um, and basically said that I saw him and I was like, Hey, Mm -hmm. like you're not alone. And I really appreciate that you were vulnerable. Um, and then don't worry, like I'm not planning on stopping. So how cool. And then we had a normal conversation from there <laughs> and so but it was, but it was, it was definitely very shocking. And I didn't, ex- I never expected to be a content creator. It feels kind of gross saying it, but, um, here we are. There you are. And, and, I love it though. And honestly, it has been a really cool journey getting to connect with all these people all over the country. And mm-hmm. people were just like messaging me out of the blue saying, Hey, like, just want to let you know, like, You know, your cover of this song, like, means a whole lot to me. You know, like, this was the last song my dad ever sang to me. And and hearing it sung this way really, like, like, touches me and stuff. It made me, like, have a cry that I really needed or, Mm. you know, made me smile and things like that. So it just was... Super special. I
1: really dig hearing he old music in new ways. I've got a friend that he's a jazz musician, but he takes old like A C D C songs, Led Zeppelin, like all oh, the old hardcore rock, yeah. Metallica, and redoes it in kind of a jazz type, he's almost like, like a, a music. So yeah. you're just, you're walking along in whatever you know artsy fartsy thing that he's doing, and you just kind of you're like, wait a minute, kind of pick it up and go, hey, yeah, wait I know that. I dig that, I know
3: that song, that's so cool. <laughs> you know, <laughs> have you guys ever heard Richard Cheese?
1: Mm-mm.
3: It's it's a, a little less, it's more meant to be, I think, comedy, but he's basically a lounge artist and he takes like metal songs, like, like metal, metal, <laughs> and he turns them into lounge covers <laughs>
1: oh, and gosh. stuff.
3: And there like, there's a uh, down with the sickness by, uh, by, uh, it's just right? Yes. Yes. Uh, um, you know, the stuff like that that song (laughs) he just goes
1: (laughs) oh what was that guy (laughs) he was a famous crooner back in the 50s
3: richard cheese
1: pat boone he was this famous crooner back in the 60s and he did heavy metal like, mm. like, like, but he did heavy metal crooning wise. Yeah, and he had the black leather jacket on, and oily. Burnt, no, uh, yeah, yeah, was like nothing underneath the hairy chest. A, that
0: has to be a Saturday Night Live. No, skin.
1: no, he did it. You could look it up. <laughs> That's
0: amazing. I love that stuff, though.
1: It's so neat. Debbie Boone was his daughter, I do believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the the whole oily. No. Skin, tanned, hairy... Stringy Rindle hair. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. The black leather vest and the black leather pants. Elevator shoes. Oh. Yeah, he did, yeah. Hey, more priority <laughs> if you can pull it off.
3: My face hurts from smiling. But... <laughs> uh... I that's a, I'm
1: that's sorry, I've snorted so many times. <laughs> that's, on this. Bad thing.
3: that's not a bad thing to
0: have.
1: Problem. It's been a ball. Yeah, yeah I agree. 100%. So where are you going to be playing? I mean, pretty much around New Braunfels... Kane, you like that era?
3: Um, it all depends on what you want to see. Uh, it's So I, I play kind of all over central Texas. I have my band's playing at the San Antonio Zoo on June 16th. Band? Uh, my band, yeah. Aura my, well, uh A- A- Actually, Oh, yeah, I didn't get into that. Um, so the band that I play with now, it's Strictly Covers, and it's called Kalani and the All-Nighters.
2: Oh yeah, cool. so or as my
3: original bands, and then okay. I have the Kelburn like solo stuff. Okay, uh, the Billy James is the all girl band. Uh huh. <laughs> and, and if that's not confusing enough for you, then I also have my my cover band. This is the mon- the band that I that I make money with, and that I play out with. Like probably not probably that I, that I play More. out with the most. Mm-hmm. Um So we do, like, corporate events and weddings and big stuff.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Okay. Can you make your money just straight from music now?
3: Yes. I'm a full-time musician. That is awesome. Phenomenal. That's living the dream. And that's... that's I, I don't know... I mean, I never... I don't think I ever really finished answering your question of, like, how did this happen? I just... It was just really a matter of making the decision at one point, and my parents kind of cuz my parents have been really supportive through this whole thing and continue to be. And stuff, they basically were like, "Hey, if you want to do this, you got to do it. Just, you know, you got to dive in, figure out what you got to do, get the insurance, make an LLC, yeah. all that stuff. Like you're going to be self-employed, taxes are going to suck, you know? <laughs> like I'll, mm-hmm. my dad sat down with me like the first 2 years, you know, like tr- teaching me how to like do all the <laughs> <laughs> all the, the things all that. <laughs> at the end, at the beginning of every year. <laughs> all the things that are behind well, the my I think it's
1: important to talk about because you know, like as a kid, you're thinking, "Man, I can't I can't wait to party! I can't wait to do the brown M and M thing!" Star. You know, rock star. But it's a business. Oh
3: man, it really is. You know, and you know, like I have to pay for the insurance and all my equipment. I have to you know worry about like paying at all my quote-unquote employees, it's weird calling them employees. My bandmates, bandmates? And they're literally my best friends. It's so weird, but it's, you know, the business aspect of it that people don't think about. I make contracts with all my clients and stuff. I have to worry about all that, you know. Um, I have to send them copies of my insurance. I have to, like, have client meetings where I go out to the venues, check everything out, meet them in person before the show actually happens and stuff. I remember when we played at the zoo the first time, we got like a a VIP um, tour of the zoo, which was really cool. I got to feed the giraffes and the hippos and things like that. And that was really cool. But like that's, it's, but it's a lot of work. I'm driving an hour to go down just to meet the people I'm working with and just see, okay, this is where you're going to set up. What power do you need? You know, like what kind of communication are you going to, where are you going to like have to have and things like that. And this year it's even bigger at the zoo because um, they're trying to make it um, accessible to all people. and so, so they're having areas of the zoo like sectioned off for families who might have somebody on the spectrum. Mm. Uh, so areas that are uh, low noise, low traffic, um, less stimulation, things like that, where they can still enjoy the animals. I things love like that. that. Yeah, because there's a lot of families with kids who don't get to go out and have fun. Because everything in the world is loud and, yes. and busy. And and kids who are on the spectrum that the world is not built for them. No. So having areas where they can exist as just kids is amazing. It's, it's important. Yeah. yeah. Um, And we're going to have interpreters on our stage this year and stuff for people who are hard of hearing or, or capital D deaf, you know, like it's, it's so cool. And if you guys have ever seen interpreters for music, it's so cool. Cause they literally interpret the sounds and stuff like that, along oh, with the lyrics and stuff. No. So it's a really like artistic expression to like, to, to communicate the experience to, to people. And it's like, oh. that's really cool. I want to
1: really go really now. Cool.
3: I know
0: me too. You should. Six I really to do. Ten. You need a guitar <laughs> tech. We'll hang out. <laughs> He's always wanting to be the guitar tech for, Everybody. I don't want to actually Everybody.
1: do anything. I just he want to just be. You're supposed to go. You're
0: supposed to go. You know, go That's hang all out. He wants to do. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was about to burp again. Okay. <laughs> and you're just drinking water. I'm over here I, drinking is, beer and I'm just like,
0: oh, let me.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I, every time I play at the church that I play at, I basically start off every rehearsal with a burp on the mic at this point. <laughs> It's not, it's not a good morning until, <laughs> until that happens. Goodness
0: gracious. Uh, <laughs> all right. So you're going to play us one more song. So, what song are you going to play and tell everybody about it?
3: I think I'm going to play close out with gold in the ground, um, gold in the ground. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to Kayla Jane again, cause she was, she's a very important person to me A very por- important person in the music world to me. Um, so, this song was inspired by by her story, yeah, and um oh. she's I'm sure she's shared mm-hmm. quite a bit about it, so i'll let I'll let listeners go back and listen to her episode yeah, and yeah. And go let back her and let her answer. tell her story, um, but basically, this song was inspired by that moment that you decide that you are not going to just lay down
2: anymore mm.
3: and stuff like' cause, When you're in that, in that hole, in that dark place and stuff, sometimes like you're just hoping that the answer is going to be right there, like in the, on the floor, in the ground and stuff. And it never is. You have to get up. You have to, you have to just go off and explore the world and and get yourself out of there. And it's such a hard decision to make when you feel like you have no other options, And stuff. And so it's really, it's really so inspiring when I see people who are in that place make that decision Mm -hmm. for themselves. Just decide one day that they're not going to do that anymore.
0: And then come out on the other side. Because I I do
3: not fault anybody who couldn't make that decision because it's, you don't know what it's like until you're there. Right. But for all the people who were able to do that for themselves and know that there are just, there are riches beyond the things that they had on the ground
2: Mm -hmm. and stuff
3: there are riches far beyond that that they could experience and and have and explore and stuff it there's anyway <sighs> all right <laughs> <laughs>
0: Once again, I want to thank Kalani for uh, hanging out with us, oh and my gosh. Uh, thank the Jake and the Beck for letting us.
1: Hi Beck, I miss you. Jake, <laughs> I miss you.
0: Play at their place um, and record Kalani. And uh, man, this week. Oh my gosh. What do we have? We have so much as far we're, as work we're,
1: stuff. We're splitting out of town here pretty quick. We but know, yeah, we got a lot of work stuff. Yeah,
0: I'm going to be at work late late tonight. You got tomorrow a night.
1: breast cancer thing. We
0: do. Uh huh. Yeah. And then I have support group Thursday. And then Friday, we're, man,
1: I'm okay, so, so about Friday. So Friday, we get to go to
0: Texas Music City Grill
1: in Lindale. Uh huh. And we're going to go see Jeff again, Jeff Canada. And Peyton Howie, along with Billy Joe, Joe. with Landry Sound Design, doing all the sound. Mm -hmm. And if everything goes right. We're going to record it. We're going to record that whole thing for you guys. So
0: freaking excited.
1: So we're just going to, all we're going to do. All it's
0: going to be is just their show.
1: Yeah, all we're going to do is like take the recording, pop it in, put it on the podcast and let y'all listen to it from beginning yeah. to end. Yeah. We got we got some friends coming to see it. No? Yeah, so, so
0: excited. Love all of them so much. It's going to be a lot of fun. And,
1: and I got to tell you the venue's awesome. Yeah. I love the venue.
0: And then uh and then we're going to leave early Saturday morning and stop off in Montgomery.
1: Well, before that, our daughter's having the garage sale. I think we talked about that yeah, on the intro. We did. So yeah. make sure if y'all need any tools, welder, Yeah, we're Terrell yeah yeah
0: just um I will post it we'll post it on Facebook and Facebook Marketplace and all that fun stuff It'll be on our personal page on Girl of Texas music and all that um so we'll start taking pictures on probably Friday yep uh so much stuff y'all
1: just yep, don't lots understand. of stuff
0: don't even understand yeah ridiculous amount um, and uh so yeah so then we're gonna leave out early Saturday morning mm-hmm. and stop off at the Montgomery County Fall festival
1: to see hmm, who who Jeff, Canada. <laughs> hey, we did that pretty good.
0: Uh, and but but his sweet little Candace is going to be bartender. Bartending, so we get to hang out with her, um, and get to see him play before we head to Galveston to get yeah, on the boat. I think he's Sunday. up. Pretty,
1: I think he's up pretty early this time. So yeah, maybe me and him will just get to go wander around, hang out.
0: Yeah, he said he might have to leave out pretty trouble. early to head to Midland. Yeah, he's got a long the, way to go. The, show the next day or something. But that's cool because we're, okay.
1: we're heading to the boat. We're going to stay at the uh, Guido Seaside, Seaside Resort, and- which for any of y'all that want to go, this is a shameless plug and they didn't pay us for this. No but anybody no that one wants ever to, pays us for anything, Yeah, nobody y'all. pays us for anything. We, ha- we Just, haven't
0: figured out how to get yeah. all these people to pay us. Even though we know that we've made a lot of people a lot of money. Yeah. We still haven't figured out how to get them to pay it, but whatever.
1: <laughs> so anyway, guidos it's a seaside and what it is is you you pay for the hotel the night before and they literally let you leave your car on the property the whole time you're gone on the cruise, yeah. so it's which almost, makes no sense to it, me.
0: It's almost as cheap to stay there and leave your car and it's completely safe. In fact, in fact, I think it's probably safer than leaving it. At
2: I
1: think the dock. so.
0: But it's almost the exact same price to do that. As it is just to park your car at the dock and you get yeah. to stay. Yeah. And, and an, an Uber is like
1: it. 12 bucks. 12 bucks yeah. Like yeah. So, so super, I think we took a taxi last time. And I think we convenient. took an app. No, we took a taxi home and an Uber there. And I think I'm going to stick with the Uber. Yeah. I don't know. What or is. Lyft yeah. or whatever it's called. Yeah. So Lyft, but. think about sponsoring us. We just said we used you.
0: <laughs> um, but anyway, so but. then we are heading to Cozumel. And Costa Maya And Honduras, and Honduras. We're
1: going to do a little snorkeling But I think 90, a lot of time We're going to spend a lot of time on the boat Yep You know, because I've already been to Cozumel Yeah You know, and it was okay I mean, you know, it's it's like How many times can you see it? I mean, some of these people go I mean, a lot of Like a lot of my friends are like Man, I love You know, here and I love there And I go every time I'm like, how do you go the same place?
0: You know, you know? know. But, but we're not We're not Sunbathers No We're not I mean, the last time we went on a cruise did we get in the pool?
1: No, I don't think we ever got wet. Yeah. We did at the we we did, did at one we of the did, resorts. We did yeah. at a
0: resort, yeah. But I mean, so, you know, we we hung out. Well, we had the drink package, so we hung out. Hush. We hung out on the bars. But anyway. Our Sorry, dogs, our dogs our our are, dogs bark- bark- are going nuts. But, but anyway, guys, so yeah. Um And, and
1: then when we get back, uh the next episode is gonna be like this, and it's gonna be a couple days late. We'll probably release it Monday or Tuesday.
0: I don't know. We'll, yeah, because I don't see us having time.
1: Yeah. To can we I've, I've got it Edited, but yeah. we need.
0: to But so it's going to be Scott Haley, and I'll have to. We'll have to add his music. Yeah. So that's going to so take me a, little a little bit. That's a little bit. Um,
1: but y'all, y'all will really dig that. That's something to look forward dude. to. And um, we've got some other surprises coming down the pike that yeah. I think will be good. Yeah. But guys, now that we're back on, Erin's doing great.
0: Yeah, she sure is. Uh,
1: Jimmy's doing great. Yeah,
0: he's.
1: You know, he's narrow zoning down on a school even though he's mm-hmm. getting a lot of schools asking him to Telling go you. there yeah oh man Aaron had a Aaron interview, had an with, interview terrell. with
0: terrell today so which, hopefully
1: which is an educator i got to give it to terrell man they're, they're doing they're doing they're doing great they're, in,
0: their school district is is really I'm, stepping up I'm, I'm, a big,
1: I'm a big supporter of the uh, superintendent out Me there too. the superintendent's doing exactly what a superintendent should do uh, 100 percent. i know.
0: agree but anyway yeah. guys so until next time, you will find us on a dance floor, on, on a, boat. a ship. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad this party's over. And then it sure was nice
4: meeting you.
0: Our intro song is Top Shelf Licker," performed by the late, great Taylor D and written by Amy Johnson and Chad Rowland. Our outro song is written and performed by Chris Cunningham, and it's called Meeting You.